listening to The Gender Rebels. I'm Kathleen, a cis woman and ally. And I'm Faith, a trans woman. Gender Rebels is a question and answer podcast that explores life outside the gender binary. A big thanks to our Patreon supporters. If you'd like to support the show, go to patreon.com slash gender rebels. Hey everyone, I'm Kath. And I'm Faith. Welcome to The Gender Rebels. We have a brief announcement about some changes happening in the Gender Rebels. Yes. And as you know, this is our 103rd episode, I think. Um, we've done a lot of these. We've done one a week for two years. Mm-hmm. And you guys may not be aware, but that is a lot of work. And so to help us keep our sanity, we are actually going to be reducing these to every other week. And I know it's going to be less Gender Rebels for you guys. But this will help us maintain the quality that we've been bringing you. Yeah. And thought about going into shittier episodes every week. We're like, no, they'd rather have good episodes every other week. Yeah. So we're going to be doing every other week. I know you guys like your weekly dose, but. And we love talking to you. Yeah. But we want to keep it good. Mm -hmm. I hope you keep listening. Yeah. Well, I know one person will be listening to this episode. Who's that? Listener Melanie, who (laughs) sent us this question. Okay, great. Let's hear it. Melanie wrote, first off, thanks so much for the podcast. It has given me a lot of courage to acknowledge myself and the thoughts I've tried to bury. The funny thing is, I relate to Faith's story a lot, as my family is so fundy that I was pretty much in a cult when I was a kid. Even though I am just beginning to explore my identity, and I am not sure where I will land, whether I will eventually go full-time, or if maybe I will settle into some sort of gender fluidity... I feel like the likely outcome of my exploration will be HRT and a, quote, full-on transition. Anyway, my question is this. I know I have friends that will accept me, some of whom I've already come out to. But for the purposes of my family and the aforementioned cult, there is absolutely no way that talking to them about my gender dysphoria would be pleasant or even productive. In fact, it would likely result in them whisking me away to some kind of forced exorcism Jesus camp in the wilds of Mississippi. The other thing is, I don't necessarily just want to cut them out completely. In spite of their personal beliefs and the inherent trauma that came with it, there still is a lot of love. I know that deep down, they mean well, and the thought of not being there for them as they age makes me really sad inside. I am an only child. So in your opinion, would it be possible for someone who is ongoing HRT and possible post-op to disguise themselves Mulan style and revert back to boy mode passably enough for the purposes of semi-annual family meetings, birthdays, Christmases? I know it will kind of be like a box within a box, but what I want is to live my life as the woman I feel I am and quote pass in my day-to-day activities, but then say three times a year, Put on a man disguise and go home for the family. Also, if that sounds stupid, what other alternatives are there? Any advice is appreciated. And if there is an episode that has already dealt with this, just let me know. I haven't made it through them all yet. Well, first of all, Melanie, listen to all the episodes. There, you know, there's some good ones. We have not addressed this particular yes. question. Yes, this so, is a new one. So basically, Melanie, yes, I totally get growing up in that quote cult Mm. kath was once reading a book uh, that was like about a survivor of a cult Mm -hmm. and as she's telling me this story i'm like oh yeah that that and that and that and like like faith recognized (laughs) the songs they sang at church like that was 
probably your and this you know it was like it was a very evangelical they were probably a little more hardcore than we were mm-hmm. but yeah there's a lot of there's a lot of cult-like evangelical stuff so i totally understand coming from that and being like you say there's absolutely no way that talking to them about my gender dysphoria would be pleasant you say that you worried about them whisking you off to you know jesus camp reconditioning mm-hmm. pray away the gay whatever mm-hmm. So since you say that, it makes me think that you're in a situation where you're still dependent on them, Mm -hmm. maybe financially, maybe for a place to stay. Mm -hmm. That sucks. Yeah. (laughs) It really does suck. And what what I would encourage everyone, I know everyone does not have these economic economic means to like be able to like self-support, but if you can... Make that a goal, mm-hmm. first and foremost. Get yourself out of that situation. That's mm-hmm. not a healthy situation to be in where but, you're you're basically subjected to oppression and sure. lying your way through it, constantly lying to the people that you say you love. Mm-hmm. That's not healthy, not long-term, and that's not going to get you a healthy outcome. And you're not going to be the healthy family member that is going to be someone that can be meaningful, mm-hmm. that can have a meaningful life with, with your family if you're lying to them and constantly uncomfortable about about who you are mm-hmm. get out if you can get out get out mm-hmm. if you're not already it's not entirely clear from the letter yeah yeah, yeah. you say let's see this from 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 that first step like if you if you still live with them get out mm-hmm. you know if you can't then that's going to be really tricky and you may not have a lot of options but it sounds like you want to transition so hopefully getting away from this cult, getting away from the from the hardcore religious family you're with. Mm-hmm. It's to the point where you can have your own apartment, you can have your own car, you can have your own you're in bank accounts. Of, in charge of your medical care. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So that's got to be your, your number one goal if you're still living with them. Mm-hmm. Get a roommate. <laughs> Figure something out. Yeah. Like you, you, can, you can. It's doable. It's absolutely doable. And if... You're not living with them and you're just thinking, okay, I'm going to transition and I don't know how to come out to my super religious family. And you say, I think you say, there's no way. And this was like all caps. You wrote it in caps. Yeah. Absolutely no way that talking to them about my gender dysphoria would be pleasant or even productive. I know that feeling. Mm -hmm. I absolutely know that feeling because I've been there because I have thought in my mind, there's absolutely no way that talking to my own family about Mm -hmm. my gender dysphoria and my ideas about transitioning Mm -hmm. would be pleasant or productive. Mm -hmm. I've been there. Absolutely been there. And you know what? There is some way. There is a possibility that things can go well. My own coming out to my family went Better than I could have ever imagined. Way, way better. Way, way better. Not saying that that's going to happen with you. Yeah. And I think Melanie is the best judge of how that's going to go. Yeah. I mean, you were surprised by your family, but she might know exactly what will happen. But I knew exactly what would happen with my family. I'm just saying that I'm not saying it's always going to be perfect or that it's going to always be better than you think, but saying that there's absolutely no way sells your family short you say they love you you say you love them there's a lot of love there there's obviously you've they've got an lgbtq kid that's suffering they don't know about it they love you mm-hmm. 
that can work. We had Katie Rain Hill on for our 100th episode. She grew up in a similar circumstance, too. And her family made it work, too. Mm -hmm. And so to say that there's absolutely no way it's ever going to work... That, that just, to me, is, is like selling everyone short. You know, it's selling your family short. These people love you. And they may not, they may show that love with a Bible of the head smacking you with it. But, <laughs> you know, it is love. And and you clearly love them back. Yeah. So don't, I would hope that one day you can. One day you're able to. Because it sounds like family is very important to you. Mm -hmm. So hopefully, hopefully you can. Hopefully you won't ever have to hide like that. But, yeah, I trust Melanie. Mm -hmm. I trust Melanie's judgment. I trust she's thought this through. And let's go with the assumption that she can't. She can't tell them. She can't. That can never happen. And to the the question submitted. So, Mulan. Mulan. Mm -hmm. So, Okay, so this is basically going to be, if you're female to male, and you're going to be taking testosterone, mm-hmm. there is going to come a certain point where it's going to be harder. <laughs> yes. Because you are going to get some bone growth, you are going to get uh, some beard growth, your voice is going to deepen. I think... I think Melanie is... Oh, I know, but okay. it's answering it for everyone. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so if you're FTM, then there may come a point where, you know, obviously an FTM could could doll up. Sure, it's, sure. You know, again, they're going to end up into the same some of the same problems that uh, people sign male at birth run into, mm-hmm. where you're going to have to shave that hair, you're going to have to pluck those brows, you're going to have to... Get some hip padding or something, mm-hmm, but you know it can mm-hmm. it can work. If you're if you're MTF, like I think you are, Melanie, and like I am, then yeah, I think it's something that's totally hideable. Mm. Let's say you're on HRT for a while. HRT will change your bone structure a it little won't. bit. I'm it sorry, will? sorry. HRT will redistribute your fat. Mm. So if your your face will feminize a little bit. Mm-hmm. Not to the point where I think it's like completely impossible because really your underlying bone structure mm-hmm. is not going to change, but your your facial fat will redistribute, give you a little bit more feminine of a face, but not enough that I think it would really. And also, it's gradual. Yeah. So I mean, you you mentioned two times a year, three times a year, that might be noticeable if mm-hmm. they're not seeing you regularly. But if you're there for Sunday dinner, this is a very gradual change that they might not notice yeah. at all yeah same with body hair if you're a werewolf type guy mm-hmm. and you know you you start taking your hrt and you're gonna shed that hair mm-hmm. when i was presenting male and i was living male i i had i was like almost sean connery robin williams level <laughs> not quite that bad but i was pretty bad and then just taking hrt just it it kind of went away in a huge way which is amazing so there's that. But I feel like people won't notice that unless they're looking for that. Unless also. they're looking for Well, if you're going to the beach or something. Yes. yes. You know, mm-hmm. that might be. Or you're just wearing shorts. You know, that might. Something to think about. I feel like they might notice well-groomed eyebrows more than they would they, notice they might, any yeah. other kind of facial hair. And just hair. go, oh, just or laugh hair. it off, manscaping. Ha, ha, ha. Ha, ha, ha. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, my girlfriend wanted to clean them up a little bit. I think mm-hmm. she went a little far, personally. That's good. So, like that. yeah. <laughs> so go with that. And there's always the the lie about the swim team. 
Mm -hmm. I used to actually, I used to shave my legs in high school and my parents never said anything, Mm -hmm. but if they, if they even noticed, I don't know if they would have, but I always had, I had a bunch of lies. Like it's for a gender studies class I'm taking. Wow. And and we had to do something of the opposite sex and write about it. And I shaved my legs and, or, or it's for the, it's for us, it's for swimming it was not a swim team. They would have known about that. That would have been so, a bad one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but then I was kicked off the swim team very quickly <laughs> yeah. for an unrelated thing. But Hardly my legs seemed, are still shaved. Didn't seem worth telling you. But, yeah, yeah. Any number of I any number of lies one can, can concoct. Yes. So that's that's basically HRT. You could hide HRT mm-hmm. pretty much uh, for an MTF. You could hide HRT basically forever. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, HRT is not magic. It does some wonderful things. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to like body fat redistribution or things like that, unless you're naked, unless you're having one of those naked cults, which I hope you're not in because that's weird. Mm. Um, also, if you're handling snakes, please don't handle don't snakes. Don't do the snake thing, please. Um, yeah, if you're just like in a, you know, pretty evangelical church, then, you know, you can, you're going to be wearing pants and a shirt. No one's going to notice, really. Mm-hmm. You know, if you have long hair, so what? Say you're in a metal band and yeah. you're fine. And keep it tidy in a ponytail or something when you're yeah. at Thanksgiving. I mean, I think this is possible. Yeah. And we had a similar question before, HRT in the closet. Remember yeah. that one? Mm-hmm. And that was someone who was not presenting. Uh, I believe it was male to female. So that person was not presenting as female at all, but wanted hrt for the dysphoria and for you know maybe when i do move out of the house or yeah. graduate high school or whatever whatever their their point in life was you know i do want to transition but for now living at home just taking the pills can you do that and yeah same thing yeah yeah, yeah you can yeah i think you can mm-hmm. you can keep you know you can cut your fingernails short before you go back home for the birthday or the christmas mm-hmm. I actually found it. We were making a video. I don't think we've posted it yet about female voice. And mm. I found it kind of tricky to get back into my male. When you had to. male voice. Yeah. You know, whatever. Yeah. That's not even. I, every time I do it, I have to fa- I fake it. Because mm. I can't remember what my actual voice was. What it sounded like. Like three years ago, four years ago. Yeah. So that might be tricky. You might have to be like. Like I've really focused on my cadence and stuff like that. Mm. And so. I do have to focus on it, but even when I'm not focused on it, I'm, I'm still a little bit feminine. And so, yeah, you might need to, you might need to focus on that. You might need a, a little bit of practice, a little, mm-hmm. a little session to kind of hour or so to get your voice to work back it the way it down. should be. Yeah, 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 yeah. And gosh, if you do, if you get bottom surgery, if you get GRS and get one of those Henderson's vulcanized vaginas mm-hmm. installed uh henderson's makes the best quality vaginas and if you get one of those obviously you're gonna be fine no one's gonna be seeing you naked at least i hope not well, and melanie's lovers yeah melanie's lovers are but her okay. lovers are gonna be fine I yes mean, her, i hope so. they're gonna know and and it's your family you know your mom and dad hopefully aren't gonna see you naked yeah i say naked because you know i'm from the south because it's silly naked and if you get top surgery, well, that's going to be a little harder. <laughs> yeah, but still not impossible. Like, yeah, 
Well, I don't I guess know how it depends well you, on the size. I, I don't know. Yeah, it depends on the size, and I'm not 100% sure how well you can bind implants. Fake. Yeah. Hmm, uh, I don't question. I don't know because they're not they're not fatty. It's a it's a pod essentially. <laughs> and if it's just natural fat, you can that'll squish down into your body. Yeah. You know, that that's used to moving around. If it's a pod, I don't know how well you can squish it. You can probably squish it to a certain degree. Well, I mean, if that you get to that point in your life where you're lo- thinking about breast implants to achieve the feminine look you want most of the time. I imagine that's a conversation you'll have with your doctor and be like, look, this is my family situation. I put a lot of thought into it. This is how it has to be. What I'm going for is a B cup or less because I do need to be able to disguise it under a suit jacket at at Easter dinner. Or just always wear a big winter coat and just be like, whew, it's chilly. Or always meet your family for skiing vacations. What if Melanie's from the South? Yeah, I don't know. No, yeah, it's it's yeah. honestly that's going to be the hardest thing is just if you get boobs, that's going to be the, probably the trickiest thing. Like Cass said, probably talking to your doctor about that. Mm-hmm. I or just don't get boobs, you know. Yeah, maybe like, don't get boobs. Like uh, you know, a lot of people will get some breast breast growth from HRT. Uh, probably not as much as you want. There's high quality breast forms that you can yeah. wear most of the time skip the surgery and keep that option available for exactly. yourself yeah so other than the other than boobs yes you can hide it is going to be super easy to hide mm-hmm. i hope that you get to a point where you don't have to hide yeah that's that's the thing that makes me sad about this question yeah. this is clearly these people that you love very much and love you very much but they'll just never know the real you and i understand your reasons why but it does make me sad and hopefully you know you can get to a point where, you know, you are willing to come out. And I would encourage you to, to I, I don't understand your exact circumstances. Right. So, so clearly, you know, if your father is running around with a shotgun being like, I'll shoot any queer, you know, obviously personal safety is super important. That mm-hmm. has to be the number one thing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. is your safety, safety of others. You know, if, they, if there's potential danger. Yeah. Um, But... I hope that you know you can you can think about coming out. Maybe even sit down, write your parents a letter. You don't have to send it, but just writing it out kind of will get your help you get your thoughts down. Mm-hmm. When I was writing, I wrote letters to come out to my family, and partly that's because I, I think it was fair to give them time to digest it. Yeah, and also I don't live with them, so my choices were like phone call, text, mm. or wait until I see them. And I thought letter would be best. Mm-hmm. And just being able to put your thoughts down and being like, I love you. You are super important in my life. This is something that's been going on in my life, you know, for, you know, ages, however long it's been going on for you, Melanie. Mm -hmm. This is not something that's going away. This is something that I'm serious. You might even say, hey, I've talked to a doctor about this Mm -hmm. because having a medical professional's opinion that you can reference, you know, I've talked to a therapist, I've been seeing a therapist for the last couple of years. I've been I've talked to a doctor who's mm-hmm. been able to help me. That kind of thing is important. And then and then just putting your thoughts down, I think can yeah. really help you. Yeah. You might I've, still decide to never tell them, but it's going to be helpful for you. Yeah. And I would I would hope that one day you can and mm-hmm. that you wouldn't have to hide who you really are from your your family because mm-hmm. ultimately that's going to give you a relationship with your parents, yeah. but it's not going to give you 
the best relationship with your parents. Not the relationship you deserve, but I do understand (laughs) that you think, probably with a lot of good evidence, that that's the only possible relationship. And maybe. And, you know, the other thing is that you can also feel out other people in the family. If you have a cousin, a cool aunt, I, I get they might all be that religious cult group. But there might be someone who you could talk to, who's, who could listen, who could hear you, who has gay friends, who has talked about gay topics non-disparagingly, maybe, I see, hope. I mean, just see. You know, coming out is a super complicated process, and we sure. can't really get into the full details of it. But I just hope that, you know, because you can hide. You can hide very easily. Mm-hmm. Um, but LGBTQ people tend to hide for at least part of our lives. Oh, yeah. And those parts of our lives are never really the parts that are the best. Mm -hmm. And coming out is such a huge, important step. And so I would hope that one day you do get to the point where you can be able to do that. In the meantime, yes, you can hide in plain sight without anyone suspecting anything Mm -hmm. if you need to. Well, though, just and something I'd said before, Mm -hmm. and I do want to double check with you because this is probably pretty important. If Melanie's only seen her parents twice a year, yeah, they'll notice something, right? Like the the gradualness makes it easier to ignore. It's the frog boiling by degrees. Yeah, I just i I think people. I think you may look. You're gonna look different. Obviously, mm-hmm. maybe your hair is longer. Maybe your nails are a little cleaned up. Maybe your brows are sculpted. Like, you're going to look different, but people also look different. You yeah. Know? So if they say um, something, oh, I put on some weight, oh, I lost some weight. Like, there's, I'm sure there's yeah, ways to exactly. explain it. Yeah. I don't think that's something that, I think that's always something you can just say, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think hiding, it's easy. I hid it for most of my life. But you weren't on the, you weren't on HRT. I was on, I was on HRT for the first year before, before I came out at work. Yeah. So... You know, I hit HRT for a whole year, and I, I, I've known people who've been on HRT for like 15 years before mm-hmm. they come out, mm-hmm. and obviously that was fine for them. Sure. And so I think people, people don't look for what they don't want to see. That's true. And people tend to, even if something's a little weird, they're, they're not really gonna, they're not really gonna cognitively. <laughs> think on that focus on that laser focus unless you have that like crazy uncle who's like wait a second well melanie's an only child so it's not like their siblings will be talking about their jobs and grad school and yeah pregnancies and stuff it's all on melanie it's all on melanie and i've never had that particular curse so uh you'll still have to be i the think center you'll, of attention i, I think you'll be fine melanie yeah and you know i i hope that your circumstance changes if it doesn't then yes you can hide Keep us posted. Let us know how it goes. Yeah. I'd be very interested to hear your progress and if you do decide to talk to them or probably not, sounds like, how these Christmases and birthdays go. Yeah. Well, thanks for writing, Melanie. And thanks for listening, everybody. All right. Thank you, everyone. We'll see you in two weeks. Talk to you next time. All right. Thank you, guys. If you've enjoyed this episode and want to help us keep making more great content, go to patreon.com forward slash gender rebels. We have many different levels of support and lots of great rewards, including drinks with the gender rebels at Stonewall. Please leave a five star review on iTunes. That makes it easier for other people to find us and send your questions to questions at gender 
or find us on Twitter at The Gender Rebels. Music for The Gender Rebels is by Jasper the Colossal. Follow the link down below or download them on iTunes today. And for all our episodes, visit GenderRebels.com. The Gender Rebels is a comeback sync production copyright 2018. All rights reserved. And to all you Gender Rebels out there, keep rebelling. Bye. Bye.